Hi guys, it's uh, Revo here. Again, like I did with the Batman, uh, I'm walking home and recording another film review. This time it's for The Northman, which I just saw at the cinema. Um, and I've got, I've got mixed to negative views on it. Um, I didn't like The Witch or The Lighthouse. Um, which I know is quite controversial because everyone seems to adore those films. But I didn't like either of them. And I saw them years apart. And my... And, I don't know, my... My, my opinion of Robert Eggers, I think that's the director's name. He made The Witch, The Lighthouse and The Northman. It hasn't really changed. I keep giving him these second chances and he never really redeems himself. Um... I just, I just find his films just dull and grim. Like, he's obviously a very talented director and, you know, his films are very beautifully directed and well, well crafted. I'm not denying that at all, but I feel people see, like, they see a well-directed film and then they immediately think that it's a, it's a great film, but direction is only one part of what makes a good story um you know they it's the same with i think there's a director a director called uh, he's a mexican guy with like a basque surname um he made uh, that film with leonardo dicaprio the, the wilderness film i can't remember what it's called leonardo dicaprio uh, trapped in the wilderness getting raped by a bear you, you know which film i'm talking about and he also made a film with um uh, Michael Keaton. Uh, uh, you, you know the direction I'm talking about. You know the films I'm talking about, even though I can't quite recall their names at the present moment. I am very tired and walking home from the cinema at the dead of, dead of night. But that, I don't like the films of that guy either. I could, For the same reason. His films are very well directed, by all means. But direction is only one part of what makes a good story. And I just, they're just boring. They're just not good stories. They're not entertaining to watch. It's a beautiful night. There's mist, mist over the, uh, over the fens. Stars are out. It's very beautiful. But anyway, yeah, I don't like Edgar's movies and I don't like the films by this Mexican director either because although they're very well made in both cases and very well directed and well crafted, you know, there's not really any mistakes in them. It's just... It's a direct, good direction is only one part of what makes a good a good story. And I, just, I guess I just don't find the stories very engaging. I just, I just find them dull. Like, you can have a really beautifully crafted film, but it can still be really dull <laughs> um, and grim. I just find... I just find... I just find Edgar's movies um, just really just dull and grim. Uh, like they're well made, but what's he trying to, what's the message he's trying to get across? What's he trying to portray to you? It's just two hours of grimness and violence. And uh, I just, it, it, I don't, I just find that boring and not engaging. It's, it's, it's kind of pornographic really, like, when I go and watch a film, I want to get something from it. I want to feel 
a sense of catharsis. I want to feel a certain eudaimonia, you know? I don't really get anything from just two hours of grimness for the sake of it. It just feels a bit pornographic to me. Like, it's not like it's really scary. It doesn't give you a thrill. It's just two hours of grimness for the sake of it. Um, do you understand what I mean? It's, uh, I don't connect with any of the characters ever. He's not very good at getting across the characters. I don't care for the characters. I didn't care about William Dafoe and Robert Patterson or Anya Taylor-Joy in The Witch. You know, I just don't give a shit. Um, I just don't care for the characters. I don't care for their journeys. They've got no charisma, you know. It's just... If it is like the cinematic equivalent of, like, eerie ambient noise, I think that's the perfect way to describe... Egger's films, just the cinematic equivalent of eerie ambient sound. Like, you would not listen to an eerie ambient soundscape for two hours. You'd get bored. And that's how I feel when I watch his films. Like, I'm not getting anything from this. I don't give a shit about the characters. They're boring. I didn't give a shit about, you know, the Northman character. He was just a boring, generic Viking guy. I don't know. I've seen, like, the sort of that kind of revenge plot done a million times before. I just didn't give a shit about him, really. Just angry Norsemen, you know. There's, there wasn't much to dig your teeth into. I didn't think it need, you don't. I don't think it, he needed to be like that. I, th- I feel just because it's a, it's set in a very violent, you know, pagan era in the distant past doesn't mean you don't have to give your characters character, you know. I feel you can still do that. And there's been plenty of historical dramas set in the Roman Empire or, you know, ancient pagan pagan times that successfully imbue their characters with character and you can sort of empathise with them. I find it very hard to empathise with any of the characters in Egger's films. He seems like a very masculine director in a, in a very bad way. Like, he doesn't really care about his characters. He just wants to... He just wants to, you know, get a, a vibe across. Like, two hours of eerie ambient noise you know (laughs) which he does very effectively but it gets boring after a while and maybe I sound hypocritical by saying this because my perhaps my my graduate film The Dark Age could be accused of this as well like you don't really empathise with any of the characters in that film either you know it's it's kind of like eerie eerie all the way through you know and dark all the way through and it's not really, it's more of a film to watch and kind of ponder over than it is a film to, you know, enjoy, as it were. Um, but, but The Dark Age is only like 15 minutes long. So it's, you know, you're not, you're not investing much into it to get something out of it. Whereas Eggers expects you to sit down in a cinema for two hours to watch his boring movies. I think, I think that's the difference. I think, I think... Audiences have patience for more patience for that if it's a short film, you know. I think I don't think I would have extended the Dark Age into like a two-hour film because it would have got boring for me, and it would have got boring for the audience. It's only a fifteen-minute film. It's you know makes you question you know the meaning of life and whatever. And you don't, and so I don't think it gets boring. You know, you can just watch it and you can take something from it. I feel. 
I feel Eggers is kind of taking the piss with his like two hour movies where it's just like the equivalent of listening to some ambient soundscape for two hours, you know? If you're selling like an eerie, an eerie mystical experience, then I think, you know, 15 minutes is as much as, as, as you can do, you know? If you if you go for much longer than that, then it will become boring. And that's been my experience with his films. As I said, I don't like that Mexican director's films either. I just find them like... Like they're well made, you know. They're well made films. They look good. Uh, they're well directed. But they last for two hours and I'm completely bored while watching them because I don't give a shit about any of the characters or the story you know, what little story there is, I just don't give a shit about it. I I don't... People just see good direction and they think, wow, this is a masterpiece. This is way above my IQ, you know. This is... This is too too intelligent for me to... to understand, you know. Sorry, my bag's falling off my shoulders. Yeah, people will watch a... watch one of these films. These you know these films and they think well it's 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 bore it's it's boring because it's good because it's really high iq you have to be really high iq to enjoy this film but i feel i feel i feel uh, an aspect of intelligent filmmaking is making something that people can enjoy that people can sit through i feel that takes skill you know and i don't want to repeat myself but you know there have been films set in these dark pagan times which you know these are very these are very alien cultures that happened a very long time ago you know and so I I imagine Eggers is like not sure how to make characters relatable in that in that in such an alien world but there have been plenty of examples where films have accomplished that you know Shakespeare accomplishes it you know when he writes about Julius Caesar and whatnot so you know, these these characters may have come from a very alien culture, but they're still fundamentally human beings. I don't... So I don't think that can be held responsible. There is, like, one scene in the film where Eggers tries to humanise his boring characters, but it's just the most clichéd dialogue imaginable about learning to love and whatever, you know. Really clichéd, dull dialogue. I don't find these characters interesting at all. I don't care about their fates whatsoever. And fate is the point of the whole movie. So, yeah. I just... I'm not a fan of Robert Eggers. Um, uh, I also feel an interesting aspect of this film. It kind of has an element of what Jonathan Pajot calls the... uh, Jonathan Pajot is a symbologist. He's very interested in symbolism. And he points out a lot of modern movies have this kind of symbolism of the traditional masculine archetype sacrificing himself so that a female, you know, the female can live and rule in his place. And I I feel this film had had an aspect of that in the sense, uh, spoiler alert, but the the main character, the Northman, he uh, sacrifices himself at the end and Anya Taylor-Joy goes off and lives in his place and becomes the progenitor of a dynasty and the film actually calls her the Maiden King, I think, in, in one scene. So, 
it, that's very interesting. It has this kind of modern trope, which you see everywhere in films. It's a very deep sim- symbology of the ma- traditional masculine hero sacrificing himself so that he can be replaced by the feminine. It's this weird sort of feminist archetype. I don't want to sound like a sound like you know a meninist or whatever but it's definitely there it's kind of weird it's it's a way to to replace the traditional masculine hero um it's a way to replace the traditional uh masculine hero with a kind of a girl boss feminine if i can put it so crudely um but to do it in a way which is more palatable to men or to tradition, I guess. So that's why that's why it goes in this sort of self-sacrificial direction where the man, the traditional male hero, sacrifices himself in order to be replaced by the feminine. So it's not just just it's not just a woman. I, I'm, I'm trying to explain. It's very confusing. You know, it's a, I'm talking about like deep symbolism here. Jonathan Peugeot explains it quite well. He's He's explained it with reference to films like the, the the Green Knight, you know, where the the post credit scene in that film, uh, after Sir Gawain, you know, apparently dies, you know, he's replaced by a girl who places the crown on her head, you know. Uh, yeah, it's a, so it's got that. It's got that kind of uh, subversive, modern element in it as well, um, and also this is less about the quality of the film itself but uh, I don't know Viking societies, Norse societies very uh, just very uh, uh, just very cruel and horrid and I don't know it's just made me more kind of disdainful of neo-pagans who want to resurrect a society of genocide and slavery and human sacrifice as if they would last five minutes in such a society. I think, you know, our, our ancestors are very, were very beautiful and um, noble and, you know, brave people, brave men. Um, and you have to respect them for that. You have to venerate your ancestors. But uh, I'm glad we're, we, we, uh, we surpassed that, that period of our history. It's a very brutal time and... Uh, I think the neo-pagans who unironically want to resurrect such barbarity in the modern age, we should take them at their word and just dismiss them as just being evil. It's just evil to want to resurrect that. So it was definitely a... Again, I don't, I don't like the uh, depiction of everything in the past as really grey and edgy because actually the Vikings were very well groomed. They... Uh, you know, they wore bright clothes, they had access to dyes and pigments. So I don't really like how everything's so grey and morbid looking. Um, but I think it was more, a more authentic retelling of Norse society than I was expecting, you know. You know, they didn't shy away from depicting, you know, the human sacrifice and the, the genocide... And you know the killing of children, uh, but that's that. That's an aside. Um, yeah, I. Uh, 
I don't know, it's, it's, it is like watching his films, like watching The Witch, or watching The Northman. It's like watching a very good historical reenactment, but that doesn't necessarily make it a good story or a good film. I'm coming from like a cinematic perspective, like, yeah, that was a very good historical reenactment, you know, like an English Civil War reenactors, you know. Well done, bravo. Very good reenactment, but it's not a film, you know, it's not a. It's not, I don't enjoy it from like a storytelling perspective. I just don't give a shit about any of the characters. It's just boring to watch, it's grim. I just, I don't know, I feel a film needs to give you a certain sense of something more than just grimness for two hours. It needs to give you a cert- give you something. You, you can't you can't just that's why I call it pornographic. It's like like yeah, it gets across it's just horror for the sake of horror. I don't like that. I never like horror for the sake of horror. I feel a film has got to give you something. It's got to give you something more. That's why I call it pornographic. It's like it's just horror it's just, it's just, it's very, it's very adept at getting across this eeriness, this, you know, this darkness. But without giving you something more, I just find it boring and I just think, why did I spend two hours watching that? Um, so that's, yeah, I, yeah I, I do feel films, I mean, it's storytelling, you know, it's got to give you a sense of eudaimonia, you know, a sense of at least a thrill, you know. Um, you know, a horror movie, like a gory horror slasher film, gives you thrills. But with Edgar's movies, they just, they're just slow burn eeriness. You know, that's fine for the first 15 minutes. But then after that, personally, I just get bored. And I want to, I want to have an emotional experience. I want to connect with the characters. And I just don't feel, that's why I say Rob Eggers is a very, masculine director in, in a bad way I don't think he's very empathetic his films don't have enough heart in them I guess um, so yeah I, I I just don't I'm not a big fan I certainly enjoyed this one more than The Witch or The Lighthouse which I just found them just pure grimness for the sake of grimness you know pornographic grotesqueness you know which I it, I didn't it's not, it's not the type of horror that you get the thrills from. It's just eeriness, you know? So I just found it th- those completely boring. But at least this one, you know, it was entertaining at times. You know, you had action in it. So it did give you a bit of a thrill, you know? It was quite thrilling to see, like, a historical reenactment, you know? Norse society brought to life. So definitely it's my favourite of his films that he's made. That's why I said I described it as, my opinion, kind of mixed to negative. Whereas, you know, with The Witch or or The Lighthouse, I just was very bored by them. But I'm, I'm being, I'm, I've been rambling and I'm almost home now. Um, it's a cold night. I'm sorry for my sniffly nose and the cars going past. But hopefully uh, I've got myself across. Um, yeah, it's just... It's just, it's not the type of horror that gives you thrills. It's just eeriness for the sake of eeriness for two hours. I think it'd be okay for like a, for a short film, but uh, not for two hours. For me personally, it just doesn't do it. I can't subsist on just an 
eerie ambient film alone. I need some kind of, I need to be able to connect with the characters. I need some, some thrills or eudaimonia. And it just, Robert Eggers just doesn't do it for me. So that, that, that's my opinion of The Northman and Robert Eggers' filmography more broadly. Thank you for listening.